0: Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the podcast. My name is Marissa Riley. Mm. I am one of your co-hosts, one <laughs> half of this podcast. Here with me today though, as always, is the amazing, mm. the talented, the yes. slightly wine tipsy. <laughs>
1: Jill cha cha. How was that intro? That was a great intro. <laughs> we're gonna keep it. We're yeah. gonna keep it. We yeah. may have lost two thirds of our audience, but we're gonna keep it. <laughs> what? I'm I kidding. thought that was an I'm amazing kidding. I'm kidding. intro. I'm nailed kidding. Nailed it. You nailed it. That was fantastic. Thank you. I loved it. Thank you. Ah, yes. We uh, we switched it up. We switched it up. We switch it up around here. Well, uh, that's interesting. Every now and then, we switch it up for.
0: Episode 011. (laughs) Episode 011. That's the episode we're on? Was I supposed to say that?
1: No, you can say whatever the hell you want. Cool. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. Uh, We are in the greatest season. We are in the spooky season. And we've covered fucking demons. We've covered uh, parasites. Oh, yeah, we did. And now we're going to cover... Some Just some fears people have, I think was a good thing. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, What would happen if your elevator cable broke? All right, so
0: what a question. (laughs) Here's my take. I think about it all the time, Mm. literally every time I get on an elevator. Yes. Might be my anxiety, might be the fact that I am a live human. Yes. (laughs) I think
1: I speak for others. Living in a city. Living people. <laughs> I say if you get on an elevator. you 110%. 110%. 110% like, uh, yeah, in my last uh, occupation, my last job, uh, before going into the wonderful world of podcasting with you, uh, I had a. I worked on the 28th floor of a building. Oh, and uh, how it works is they just break up each floor into a certain bank. And if your floor is in that bank, you take those elevators in that bank. But uh, there were some elevators that certain people just did not trust. Yeah. Because, just, no, because of that fear.
0: There's always that one elevator that, that people avoid. Yeah, totally. Either
1: because it's broken or rickety or Makes haunted. weird sounds. The doors open and then close, or it doesn't close all the way. Like, it's just crazy.
0: Am I spoiling the episode by saying that this is all because of ghosts?
1: Um, I think that there are probably ghosts in the particular building we're going to talk about. Okay. Yes. Good to know. Yeah. Very good to know. Yeah. Spooky season. Yeah. Let's get into it. What would happen if your elevator cable broke? Now, to <laughs> so stay with me here. We have to talk about elevator history. <laughs> just for the love of God. Stay with me for like... Two seconds.
0: Stay with us. It'll pay off. I don't know what happens in the episode, but (laughs) I know, Judge; she can tell a damn story. I gotta tell
1: a fucking story, people. Okay, so surprisingly, elevator history goes back, way the fuck back, to about 150 years. Mm. Um, Over that colossal time, there's been an estimated 800 billion rides with about 1.3 trillion passengers and counting. Um, I would assume nearly all of them had had this thought at least once. Yeah. What would happen if the cable snapped? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, believe it or not, elevators are the safest motorized transport (laughs) out there. Um. I don't know if I
0: (laughs) I believe that.
1: I'm just like, what? (laughs) The risk of dying is usually due to, and this is air quotes, operator error, or, in other words, you doing something stupid like squeezing into closing doors, which is every, every time, every fucking mm-hmm. time, climbing out of a stuck elevator when they've stalled, uh, or riding on top of one. Oh, God,
0: don't do that.
1: Don't, don't do it. Please Just, don't.
0: I'm screaming into the mic. Don't do that. Yeah, she's don't screaming. Don't do that, but also it sounds like fun. I get it. You're screaming good advice. Okay.
1: Yeah. On average, 27 people in the United States every year die from doing one of these things.
0: That number is way too small for the US. I don't believe that at all. So <laughs> sorry. I'm gonna laugh about there, that. There there are so many like I know. As someone from Texas, there are more people riding elevators on top.
1: Here's the thing, I think that number would go up if there were more elevators in Texas. There you ours. go. That's that's the missing link. That's why that's that the, number is so small.
0: There are no elevators in Texas. (laughs) And if there are, it's like two floors. Right. So,
1: now, exactly. We're here today in honor of spooky season. And not dumbass season, which is every other time of the year. Yeah. Um, We're going to look into what happens if you're just going about your business. You get into an elevator, and that elevator's cables give out, like some horrific accident or some practical joke by the universe. Or simply bad luck. Yay! Now, if you've ever wondered, has that really ever happened? You've come to the right place, my friends, because I did the research, and yes, it. I found out it did so happen on one real occasion, and let's talk about it. Yes, please. Okay. Now we need to get into a hypothetical motorized machine, our wayback machine uh time travel noises please thank you marissa i could have done better (laughs) it was great our time travel machine was successful and now we are in new york city 1945 oh i see it good it's in black and white (laughs) yes picture it july 28th 1945 a lieutenant colonel named William F Smith Jr was piloting a B52 Mitchell bomber on a routine personnel transport mission from Bedford Army Airfield in Massachusetts to Newark Airport in New Jersey.
0: I have to stop you right there and just yeah. say there were so many like masculine words in that it's, sentence.
1: It's too, yeah, it's like yeah, is everyone okay? <laughs> is everyone <laughs> okay? <laughs> Breathe.
0: Like Lieutenant Colonel. Yeah. Piloting. Mitchell Bomber. Uh, uh, routine. Routine. <laughs> routine. <laughs> Mission. Mission. Okay. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, fun fact the aircraft's name was Old John Feather Merchant. Okay. <laughs> was, I didn't
0: think we could outdo it. But. Was
1: named after. You guessed it, old John, the feather merchant. Really? <laughs> I have no idea who he is, but what the fuck did he do with those feathers? <laughs> that's, that's he oh. merchanted them. He sold, <laughs> you
0: merchant us to sell it,
1: right? Yeah, he's a hell of a salesman. He did something else with them then. Yeah, so, he let me no tell one you. sells
0: just feathers.
1: Yeah, to land on an aircraft's name, he has some special talent. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So. By the time Smith arrived over New York City airspace, severe fog had reduced visibility significantly. Uh, He contacted LaGuardia Airport and requested permission to land, but air control said descending now would be too dangerous. Just wait it out. Cruise at a high altitude. But Smith, who was by all accounts an experienced World War II pilot, For some reason, he decided to disregard this order from air control, Mm. and he proceeded to land. Mm. This fatal decision is the catalyst of our elevator story, this one mistake. Now, becoming disoriented, Smith took a right turn instead of a left one after passing the Chrysler Building. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah. And at 9.40 a.m., the plane crashed into the north side of the Empire State Building, between the 78th and 80th floors making an estimated 18 by 20 foot hole in the building. Oh my god. Yeah, Smith ironically flew into the offices of the War Relief Society. Wow. Yeah, I
0: know. Wow. I know. Oh my Ouch. god, that's I mean it's terrifying but it's
1: pretty funny. <laughs> ah, the universe. One engine shot straight through the south side of the building and flew as far as the next block. Wow. It dropped 900 feet, landing on the roof of a nearby penthouse art studio, ultimately destroying it. Mm. Uh, The other engine and part of the landing gear fell down an elevator shaft. Put a pin in that. All right. Pinned. Now, between 50 and 60 sightseers were on the 86th floor of the observation deck. When the crash happened, but luckily they all survived, oh, that's and were good. yeah, and were rescued by firefighters, who put the resulting fires out in about forty minutes. Amazing! Amazing! Amazing, Amazing stuff. Uh, unfortunately, the three men on board, uh, they uh, they died, uh, mm. with one man's body not being found until two days later at the bottom of one elevator shaft. Oh my God! I know. Oh. Uh, 11 civilians inside the Empire State Building had perished as well. Oh, okay. Now, let's take a moment to get back to elevator history. Okay. 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 Now, elevators at this time were not automatic like they are now, where you you step in and press the button on the floor you need. Now, back in the day, there were elevator operators. Yes, people. People, just like the ones we've seen in old-timey films and such, with little uniforms and whatnot. Yeah, so it just so happened, one operator stepped away from his post for a smoke break at the time of the crash. Great
0: timing <laughs> so this, for for that person. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, so yeah. In this case, cigarettes saved someone's life. Amazing, amazing. So... Put that in an ad. <laughs> so one lucky son of a bitch. Okay, but our non-smoker operator, Betty Lou Oliver. Betty. Mm-hmm might be even luckier in the craziest sense. What? Yeah. What? You see, she was another operator on duty at the time of the impact and survived. Twice. What? And I'll explain. Good. (laughs) Now, around 9.40 a.m., Betty was in an elevator on the 80th floor, literally just above, one floor above the entrance point. Okay. Okay. When the plane hit, the impact actually threw her out of the elevator because luckily the doors were open at the time. What? Yeah. And covered in burns with a broken pelvis, back, and neck, she could only lie there as the building fell apart around her. Wow, no. Yeah. After about an hour, the fire was out, and it was safe for medical crews to get inside the wreckage. Lo and behold first responders, found her. And despite these injuries, she was totally going to survive.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Batty. Yeah,
1: I know. Now, times were... Times are different then. Okay? And maybe they didn't have the rule where you didn't take a fucking elevator in an emergency (gasps) where there's a fire or an impact. But we do now. uh, And here's why. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. So, the workers... Put her into the elevator that she flew out of. No mistake. <laughs>
0: Come on. Even, like, it doesn't matter what time period it is. Like,
1: <laughs> don't do
0: that. So, you don't carry the person back into the burning building, you know?
1: So here we are. Uh, <sighs> yes. They put her back into the elevator and set it to descend to the ground floor. Of course, they, they didn't know or didn't think of that some cables had been severed, well, in this case, by one engine, and some had been weakened by the landing gear that flew into it. Um, And when the elevator attempted to move, the entire car just plummeted. Oh, my God. Yeah. 20-year-old Betty found herself a survivor of a fucking plane crash, only to now find herself falling 70-plus stories down an elevator shaft With a broken back. (laughs) Oh my God!
0: This is giving (laughs) this is giving me a headache. I can't believe it.
1: Poor Betty. Betty. Oh Betty. Uh, If anybody wants to do Betty as a Halloween costume and send in the photo, please, because I would love it. Yeah, and and your friends can be like the wreckage. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, So she fell about. She fell a total of, like, 75 stories. Okay. Or about 1,000 feet, but survived once again. Betty! I know. Betty!
0: See? It's a good story. It's a great story. I love this story.
1: Yeah. See? Okay. So she fell, like, 1,000 feet. So, okay. Wait, hold on. Sorry. So, yes. See, thousands of feet of elevator cable had broken away prior to Betty's ride and settled at the bottom of the shaft. Coincidentally, cut cables both caused her fall and saved her ass as they absorbed some of the landing. So it's kind of like a little cushion. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So we also have to consider air compression. With a well-designed elevator shaft, there's not much room between the car and the walls. And that means when an elevator car suddenly plummets, air has little space to get out of the way. And it actually becomes a... Pillow of pressure slowing you down. Very cool. Very, very cool. Very cool. (laughs) I'm just happy Betty's okay. Yeah. So with the combination of these two things, Betty became, and is still the holder of, survivor of longest elevator fall in the Guinness Book of Records. Amazing. And this is a photo of Betty. She is
0: looking... In high spirit, she's got a fabulous robe on. She has got uh, crutches, but yep. she's smiling and mm-hmm.
1: she's in like, it. She's looking great. She's upright. Yeah.
0: And you she's know? never getting on an elevator again.
1: No, I don't think so. Ever. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, after they cut Betty free from the mangled fucking elevator, uh she returned home uh to her town in Arkansas. Understandable. Good. Good.
0: Very few elevators in Arkansas. <laughs> yeah.
1: There it took 8 months wow. to recover, and oh, by the way, of course that day, July 28th, that was supposed to be her last day on the job. No! <laughs> no! <laughs> Ah, so kids, just quit. Just don't even, don't even just tell people it's your last day. Just don't even go in. Don't even go in. Two, two weeks notice is just code for like, for like a
0: couple days and then you just sort of not come anymore. Just don't, don't, don't go.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm happy to report Betty lived to age 74. Fuck yeah. Had three children and seven grandchildren. Damn. All of who I hope know of the badassness of their grandma we do yeah so what a fucking survival story a story with a softish landing thanks to those cables mm-hmm. but we need to talk about what happens when there's no safety net
0: oh no <laughs> That's <right>. oh no <laughs> so stay tuned y'all
1: Have you ever wondered what really
0: happened to Amelia Earhart or the lost colony of Roanoke? Do you ever find yourself scouring the internet for vicious Victorians and their murders by gaslight? Or perhaps you're just sick and tired of women being constantly misrepresented or plain lied about throughout history? If so, Join me, Katie Charlewood, history harlot and reader of books on Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class, part of the Area of Media Network, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Adios, au revoir, au revoir zen, my friends. Bye-bye.
1: I'll be seeing you. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, GoodPods, the other ones. (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. <laughs> we're so back. We're...
0: We survived. Yes, all of the elevators, mostly because we weren't on any.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's right. Fucking, you want to survive COVID? You want to survive an elevator fall? Just, to, just don't go. Just don't go outside. Just don't do it. Just, just do
0: enjoy it. Uh, some of the products and services that we just heard about.
1: Yeah. Ah, they will not sever on you. <laughs> they will not. They're so nice. They're so sturdy. They're sturdy. They probably smell good. And they just, you know, they just keep things tight and high. <laughs> so, <laughs> tight and high. You heard
0: it here first. <laughs> well, probably
1: not first, but... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yes. I wanted to um, quickly point out something. Uh, now, the Empire State Building... In our last story that we just heard, uh, was open for business just 48 hours after the crash. What? <laughs> because, you know, capitalism. No. <laughs> you got to keep the economy going. You know, don't worry about the integrity of the building, workers. Just go inside. Just go inside and make that money. <sighs> God. All right. Let's talk a little bit about elevator history again, real quick. Let's do it. I promise it won't hurt. Now, way back, even further back, Ooh. in 1853. Damn. Yeah. The elevator brake was invented by Alicia Graves Otis and this revolutionized city life. This leads me to believe
0: that there was once an elevator without a brake.
1: You got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's really scary. I mean, putting somebody in a box with a hoist seems like seems like something hmm. something humans would do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> definitely. Thank God for Alicia.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um with the brake directly on the car itself and not dependent on another cable, people felt damn safer getting into one. Yeah. Uh, and I assume Betty didn't hit the brake button because she was incapacitated with her broken back and all. Yeah, probably in a gurney. Yeah, yeah. Just, not, just not good. Anyway, until the inventions, buildings really didn't go past the sixth floor. But this now allowed apartment complexes to thrive upwards and cities to climb rather than sprawl. Yeah. So, if you're in a skyscraper and your elevator plummets for some reason, uh, and you also can't reach the brake, do you survive? I-, I don't know. Do you? Uh, possibly. Mm. <laughs> okay. mm. let's, let's look into it. Now, the tallest building in the world, uh, Burj, I think it's the Burj... Khalifa in Dubai, Mm -hmm. it stands at over 2,700 feet, or about 160 stories. Damn. If you free fall from this height, you'd hit the ground at like 190 miles per hour and certainly die. Oh, for sure. Um, But like we said earlier, though, if the air shaft is snug, air will build up and become a natural break of sorts, slowing you down a bit. Yeah. Now, that's nice. But you have to do a few other things to help you increase your chances of survival. I have to do stuff now. You gotta do stuff. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: God. Okay.
1: <laughs> sorry. Tell me what it is. So in this time of crisis, just remember these rules.
0: Okay? <laughs> I feel like we need to come up with an acronym at the end of this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll probably forget. But
1: <laughs> why don't they have these rules in the fucking elevator? All right.
0: Exactly. The Jeez. acronym the, that we don't have yet. So. <laughs>
1: If you can think of one, <laughs> email us. Email us. At well, that's interesting. Pod at Gmail. <laughs> or DM our Instagram. Well, that's interesting. Pod. pod. <laughs> 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 and we'll post it just so people can fucking know. Yeah. Okay. Ah, so we have to do things that increase our chances of survival, especially lowering the amount of G-forces on your body because at this speed, you can get all sorts of internal fucking injuries. Ooh. How do we know? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) No, 50 G's, which is a fucking a lot. 50 G's seems to be the most a human body can experience and walk away from. Hmm. Uh, And we know this thanks to Air Force officer John Stapp, who volunteered to strap himself to a rocket sled in 1954. Got it. <laughs> That's what that means John stuff. Yeah, I just there's a lot in that sentence too.
0: There's a lot going. There's a lot to unpack there, yeah. but we don't have
1: to unpack. We, we it. don't. We don't have to. You just just think of all of that. Um, the sled quickly accelerated to Mach point nine, wow. and then came to a halt in a very swift one point four seconds. Oh my God! So. I can't even imagine going that fast and then stopping that fast. You, you, every your colon would fall out. Yeah, there might be some <laughs> rectal prolapse, which yeah. is what we talked about yeah. in our beautiful last episode. Yes, shout out to last episode. <laughs> shout out to parasites <laughs> and rectums. And rectums. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so little John went from Mach point nine to zero in 1.4 seconds, uh, resulting in 46.2 Gs. Okay. Wow. Quote, for one very unfortunate moment, Stapp, quote unquote, weighed more than 4,600 pounds. The blood vessels in his eyes burst, his ribs cracked, and he broke both wrists. Wow. But he survived and proved that, Properly restrained, you could withstand more than 40 Gs of de-escalation. And that's from And Then You're Dead, a fantastic book. Amazing. Um, So, depending on your position in the falling elevator, you can increase your chances. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, so here are some rules. All right, everybody? Okay, one, don't be a loud neighbor like our neighbors right (laughs) now. (laughs) Okay, for reals. Now, number one, do not jump. Oh, but I want to so bad. (laughs) It doesn't help. Uh, If you somehow jump right before impact, you're going to have to land anyway. Yeah. And that motion of you going up and then very much going down into the impact will make your organs, quote, break away from their arterial moorings. And push their way through your body. Oh, I and don't like that. Yeah, it's a nice way of saying you you explode a little bit. Uh, I don't want to explode ass. at
0: all through my ass. <laughs> I don't want anything through my ass. I don't even have one. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. She's uh, got it. No, I was going to say you have a great ass. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, okay. Rule number two. Do not hang on to any light fixtures. Okay. I actually wasn't thinking of doing that. So. <laughs> Uh, You'd be ripped off and slammed onto the floor. Okay? This sounds counterintuitive, but the best thing to do may be to lie on your back to evenly distribute your body. Uh, This, to be quite mm. honest, I'm telling you, this helps prevent organ pileup. I'm just trying
0: to imagine in this time of crisis, like freaking out and being like,
1: okay, everyone lie down. Yeah, exactly. I know, it's really... Really hard to believe, yeah. I mean, climbing a lamp fixture, or that seems right. That seems like yeah, yeah, something. But you'll uh, it'll, will just you'll just smush.
0: Oh, you're gonna smush
1: real hard. Ugh. Yeah, you want to prevent the smush. Yeah, prevent okay. the smush. Prevent the smush. Put it on a tote. Put it on a tote. Now, odds of surviving are pretty damn slim. <laughs> but here's some good news. Okay, the chances of this happening at all are less than one in a billion. I like those odds. Aren't they great? They're amazing. Mwah. Mwah. Unless you're Betty.
0: <laughs> but, Unless you're Betty, and but, it has to happen twice in yeah, a day. Yeah,
1: she survived twice. So, okay. But, and elevators are 20 times safer than escalators. What? Escalators have a third more accidents than elevators. Who's getting an accidents on goddamn escalators?
0: They're so silly. <laughs> Escalators
1: are so stupid. We've all seen Instagram fails. Yeah. So that's a fun thing.
0: Yeah, I guess. Very painful. I'm imagining, so I've never done this, but I can imagine using an escalator after any amount of drinking would result in a terrible accident. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Okay. And speaking of being inebriated, elevators are... Also, much safer than cars. Um, (laughs) (laughs) An average of, okay, so this is from Gizmodo.com. I know we said 27 people die annually. Gizmodo says an average of 26 people die in elevators each year in the US. Uh, There are 26 car deaths every five hours. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I hope the fact that other Everyday things have a greater chance of killing you than an elevator comforts you. It does. It does? It does. Okay. Sort of. Be- <laughs> that's, that's something Just this podcast Just in case, though, is- I think
0: I'm going to stay inside forever. <laughs> that's,
1: that's something this podcast does. It makes you slightly okay. okay. Slightly okay. Slightly okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, well, uh, can I close this episode
0: out? No, Please. A um, couple quick things. Follow us on Instagram yes. at Well That's Interesting Pod. Email us at Well That's Interesting Pod at gmail.com right. with interesting facts, elevator stories, Yeah. favorite Britney Spears songs. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Come on, people. I'm here for it. I'm here to talk about it. Email us your feelings, DM us stuff. Um, and I. I think that's all. I think that's it. I think that's it. Thanks so much, Jill Chacha. And uh, to all of our listeners, stay interesting. Please do.